Amen. Greetings in the name of Jesus. We thank everybody for turning in, coming in, tuning in to Sunday morning manna on this morning. Amen. Where we're spreading the gospel. Amen. Throughout the nation on this morning. We give honor to Christ who is the first son of our life. Amen. The head shepherd. Amen. Of us. Amen. Of the believers on today. And we just pray that God be able to tune in on today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on and put your hands together and give us praise on today. Amen. Clap your hands, all ye people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are the fire. You are the temple. You are the voice. We are your song. You are our God. We are your people. You are the light. We stand in awe. We stand in our love. You. Thank you, Jesus. We stand in all of you. Not by might, not by power. Sing your spirit, God. By your spirit, God. Not by might, not by power. By your spirit, God. Sing your spirit, God. Hallelujah. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you before we come into your presence right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare and decree, God, that in your season that you begin to move like never before. Father, we thank you, oh God, for you allowing us, amen, just to be in your presence on this morning. Father, you said that this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, oh God, for the opportunity, amen, for your grace. For your beauty and ashes. Amen. We continue to stand in all of you. We invite, amen, the Holy Spirit to come in. We entice the angels, amen, from every angelic place, from every dimension, from every portal, from every cause of the earth. Father, we stand in divine worship on this morning. Father, for it is the day that the Lord has made that we shall rejoice and be glad in it every single day. And Father, oh God, as we embark in your presence, embark in your word, embark, amen, in the Holy Spirit, under the direction of the Holy Ghost, however direction you begin to flow on this morning, we thank you, God. Father, we thank you, oh God, as we stand in reverence on today. Father, we thank you, oh God. Father, as we stand, stand in proxy for those who are sick, Father, we shall touch in a power and agreement that they will be made whole in this season. Father, we can just hold on to you on the unchanging hand. You begin to give us the power and authority to speak to the trouble mountain. You've given us the power and authority to move. I'm the rubble share. We thank you, oh God, as you allow us to breathe on us, Father. Come and breathe on us right now. Spirit, breathe on us right now. Spirit, breathe on us right now. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that you begin to move. And begin to saturate this place, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for releasing your anointing on this morning. We thank you for allowing you to breathe on us, Father. We thank you, oh God, for releasing. 
anointing just breathe on us. For all your healing, just breathe on us. For deliverance, just breathe on us. For your breakthrough, just breathe on you. For the peace of mind, just breathe on us. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, we stand in awe. Father, we thank you, oh God. As we begin to go into your word on today. Father, let us increase as we begin to, ah, the flow under the anointing, under the direction of Paracletos, which is the Holy Spirit on today. Father, however direction you want us to shift on today. Father, we shift under your authority in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree that the atmosphere has been set. We declare and decree that you begin to continue to move on us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your presence on today as we begin to move forth and to push forth and press towards the mark of the high calling, which is Christ Jesus. We thank you on today. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you, oh God, on today as we begin to release the words. I know, Lord, but those that are listening, those that are talking, those that are hearing, amen, by the sound of our voices on this podcast on this morning, begin to just tell the Lord, thank you, tell the Lord how much you appreciate them, tell them how much that you acknowledge him, tell them how much that you adore him, tell them how much you magnify him, tell them how much you worship him. Come on and tell them thank you. Come on and tell them thank you. You got five more, five more. How did say? Just give them the word, the best praise. Amen. It that you got on this atmosphere right now. We command our day right now in the name of Jesus. We command ourselves to line up on today in the name of Jesus. We command our families to walk in alignment in the name of Jesus. We command the government to flow in alignment in the name of Jesus. We command the countries of the earth to combine together. How to come against the forces of evil in the name of Jesus. We thank you on today. Father, we stand in proxy on day as we begin to move forth on today. In the name of Jesus, however the direction of the Holy Ghost that you tend for us to move. Amen. We are aiding unto you. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that it is so. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank everybody for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Shift Sunday Morning Manor. Amen. Which is spiritual innovators for the day. Amen. Dr. E.L. Robertson and Amen. Prophet. Amen. J.L. Harmon on today. Amen. We just thank God everybody for tuning in, for listening into the word on today. And we just thank you, oh God, Father, as you release the anointing on today. Amen. However, the direction you attend us to flow on this day, we worship you in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. That it is soon. Amen, amen. We just thank God, everybody, for tuning in on today to ELR Prophetic Ship on today's Sunday morning manner. Amen. We're not going to be before you very long, but however the direction, amen, that he tends us to go, whether it's in worship, whether it's in however the direction that God tends us to go, we're going to go on today. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Amen. How many know he tell us, amen, in this season, he is instructing us and telling us how to weather the storm. How to weather the storm. Uh, there's a song that says he weathered the storm. 
He told us to weather the storm, meaning he want us to be able to grasp on and be able to face the challenges, amen, in our lives. Face the situation in our lives. Face with upcoming things are coming. Sometimes events, because events are not unplanned, but in God's eye, it was insignitated and also digitized that we go through these events. And we thank you, God, on today as you allow us, amen, to go into your word on today. And we're going to first turn to the book of Exodus, amen, book of Exodus chapter 6, amen, and read 16, Exodus 6. On today, Father, we thank you. Amen. We're going to have, amen, the prophet, amen, read the scriptures and on today, amen, we'll go tag team on it, Father, we thank you. However the direction you call us to be, amen. So it's Exodus chapter 6, amen, and we're going to turn to verse 16. Yes, sir, 16, turn and get this up as you begin to read. Go ahead, sir. Exodus chapter 6, verse 16, says, And these are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations, mm -hmm. Jershon and Kolakiah, mm -hmm. and Mary, and the years of life of Levi mm -hmm. were an hundred thirty and seven years. Mm, 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 mm. Father, as we begin to, amen, decrease, Father, and you begin to increase on us, however, the direction, the flow of the Holy Ghost, amen, tends for us to do. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for the word, and as we rightly divide the word under your anointing, under your Holy Ghost. And Father, we call on the spirit of the Holy Ghost, amen, to be the teacher, amen, and just use us as vessels, because we are willing to be used by God. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Amen. This what talks about in the book of Exodus, if we, as we go into the word exo, the word exo, which is the prefix. Remember those words that are prefix and they're the sub. We learned in English that the prefix was the beginning of the word, right? And the suffix was what? The ending of the word. Amen. And as if you look at the word exo itself means to come out. Amen. God is urging us to come out. He's urging us to bring our families out. He's urging us, amen, to be able to rise beyond the occasion. He's urging us, amen, to be in to be in place and be able to take our families and be able to replenish the earth. Not just replenish the earth, but to expand God's kingdom. Amen. And when he spend the earthly kingdom, and once the earthly kingdom has been established, amen, fully established, amen, he comes for his children. Amen. The church the ecclesia amen so he's telling us in this situation that we have to learn how to weather the storm we have to learn to face it there are things in our lives even what families go through it tells you that and also in the bible it tells you uh how what the families have to deal with what families have to struggle with yes family deal the family in, in, in the word amen deal with real ideals real events giving up their loved ones Amen. Some, some, uh, and you think that don't exist. And what is existing there is existing now. Just like the brothers, amen, sold Joseph into slavery. His own set of brothers in slavery. So that lets you know that it still exists. All this is still exists. Selling them because, selling them to say because, one, it wasn't because of form of money. The reason why they sold him into slavery is a form of jealousy. Because they knew what potential that Joseph 
has. And sometimes people will place you in a spirit of bondage. They will place you in a spirit of slavery, whether you know it. But how many know on today that we are the bond savers, the bond savior servants of Jesus Christ? I'd rather be the slave of Jesus and slave of the master of Jesus Christ than, than be the slave of man. Amen. And, and, and that's what we have to do because in order for us to understand how to face the storm in our lives, how to overcome our situations, we have to understand what the situation is ahead of us. So, yes, people do. Yes, they did sell our families into slavery. It could be not just for money. It could be for many things. It could be out of jealousy because they want to be the one uh, adorned. They want to because, you know, just like with Joseph, Joseph's father, amen. When Joseph's father, amen, adorned, Jacob adorned. The word Jacob also represents the tribe of Israel, Jacob. So when you hear in the Bible, it says Israel, it is referring to the tribe of Jacob. Amen. So when he talks about also how the tribe of Jacob uh, uh, broken into the tribe of Israel. Remember, the Levites were one of the main part of the tribes. Levites were considered as priests. Levites were considered as worshipers. Levites was considered considered as carpenters. Uh, uh, um, Levites was also considered as consecrators. Levites were also concerned as businessmen. So they were like the core of all of the tribes of Jacob. All right. All of the tribes. They were the head. They were different, um, different port parts of the different tribes. But the major tribe that consecrated all the other tribes were the Levites. And as we look at the word exo, the word exo means to exit or to come out. And, and in this season, amen, he is allowing all of our families, all of our families, even in the midst of the pandemic of COVID-19 is to come out. He commanding us to come out. And in the midst of that, yes, we will experience those trials. We will experience uh, the sickness of COVID. We will experience the drawbacks, things that we want to plan during our daily day or daily throughout the month or throughout the year. And then we're not able to do anymore. Why? Because now it's considered as the norm. So you, we have to understand we serve a God that is an untraditional God, first of all, and we serve a true living God. Amen. That when things shift and when he's ready to lift, lift this clay on us, this cloak off of the nation, nations, that mean more than one. He lifts this cloak off the nations. Then we will be able to function. Amen. Normally. Now, when you talk about the names, the Gershon, remember Gershon, let me share something about that particular name. The generation of Gershon, Gershon was one of the areas where the tribe, when Joshua was in position as the leader after the death of Moses, he had went to Gershon several times. This is particular in Gershon is an area where the war, it was a war zone. Gershon was a war zone and not even just a war zone. This is an area that God had placed and the specific tribes such as the Levites into this area to consecrate this area. So in, in order for us to God to give us and to take possession and to give possessions to us. All right. We fall in alignment. The late Levites were responsible for the consecration. They were consecration land. So every time that specific tribes 
like the like Judah tribe, that was one of the fighting men, fighting men, they were attacked and take over that possession of that land. And the job of the Levites were to what? Consecrate that land. Okay? So remember, they were the ministers of the gospel. It did not matter what office they carried. They were the ministers and the leaders and the worshipers. In order for us to embark into the territory that God is empowering us to go, we have to be place ourselves in a worship state. We have to place ourselves in a fighting state, in the war zone state. We have to place ourselves in a consecrating state in order to take the possession that God wants. There's a specific things that are going through, even through the pandemic. God wants us to be able to what? Face our trials head on, just like the Levites. They were the one of the strongest tribes. Okay. They went to different areas. The Levites uh, were one of the actually the longest tribes that lived up to almost 998 years. Okay. So they were the longest, longest living tribe. All right. So it talks about the heads of the heads of the family. So that means I let you know that each specific tribe had specific functions of what they were called to do. Amen. All right, let's go to 1 Peter 4. 1 Peter, and we're going to go to 4 chapter 4. Chapter 4. All right. What verse? 12 and 13. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse... 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing had happened unto you. But rejoice as, in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory will, shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceedingly joy. All right. He says, he says, not in this pandemic, not just always a pandemic, but in our daily lives. He tells us, don't be surprised that somebody throws something at you. Don't be surprised if someone throws shade at you. Don't be surprised if someone will lie on you. Don't be surprised. Don't, don't even be surprised. Because troubles, this is the way, the thing is, it's only purpose of that trial or that purpose of someone throwing shade at you or someone putting you in a predicament that you are in bondage. It's only a test. Right. Don't feel like it's strange. It's, it's not like it's an unfamiliar thing. This is remember, this is what even Christ went through. Remember when he was in the garden of Gethsemane and he began to pray, he began to pray. He already knew what was getting ready to take place. He already knew that these trials was. These darts was getting ready to go. He already knew that Peter was going to betray him three times. He knew that Judas was going to betray him. Listen up, people. So don't think it's strange that people that you think that were, are the closest to you, the people that are the closest to you, I'm going to say it again, the people that are, are closest to you won't try you. It's not they're trying you on purpose. 
They're only putting you in the position because God allowed them to place them in position to test to see how far you're going to go. But are you willing to weather the storm? Are you willing to face that situation in your life? Are you willing to deal with the obstitution that is dealing with this area of your life that you've been struggling for years? Are you willing, amen, to allow, amen, the Holy Spirit to stand in the gap in the midst of that because, amen, through everything. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So with the word of God, amen, he said, thy rod, thyself, thy protected me, amen, thy covered thyself, amen. It talks about even in, 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 uh, in Psalms, amen, thy rod, thy staff that protect me, amen, that covers, he said, even in the presence of my enemies, amen, he's already going to anoint your head. He's already going to cover you. He's already placing that invisible cloak. So there's no reason why that we are not designed, amen, to not go through. We are designed to go through. We are designed to weather the storm. We are designed to pick up this situation. We are designed to deal with the troubles. We are designed to go through arguments. We are designed to, de- it's all of it because it's all part of the systematic process that God has placed us through. And he said, be happy. And when you happy, he said, be shared, be, uh, be able to share Christ's sufferings. That also means to share your testimony. Share your testimony, what you have been through. Share your testimony. Because the only way that you're going to get through, you have a testimony, right, is to what to go through your tests. And when you're coming out of bondage, when you're coming out of, uh, of exodus, means to exit out. You're coming out of your, your Lodabar stage. When you come out of your depression, when you come out of your oppression, when you come out of, oh God, your mental capacity, you come out of the pain, you come out of aching, out of the suffering. They said, the Bible says, he says that we should have joy, that we're rejoicing. So in other words, to come out of the situation, we're rejoicing to come out. How many know when when the baby is born, you notice we rejoice to come in? And then when they die, they rejoice to come out? You notice that word? You always hear the word rejoice, rejoice. Means to be happy. That means that we cannot hold on to it. Let it go. Amen. And he said, be happy as you share Christ's suffering. Then when you also, when it appears in the glory. So don't worry. God going to get the glory out of your problem. God will get the glory out of your mess. It's designed for us to go through. Just because we are believers does not mean that we are exempt. Just because we are men and women of God does not mean that we are exempt. Listen, don't mean just because of who we are does not mean our family is not exempt. We are not exempt from this thing. So in other what I'm saying to you guys is that we are designed for the suffering. We are, but it say, but we are built to last. Hallelujah. We are built to last because God has covered us. The Holy Spirit is, um, he left behind the comforter. Amen. So we can do what we need to do on, in this earth suit. And once we leave this earth suit, we don't have to worry about this no more. We don't have to worry about the suffering. We don't have to worry. Why? Because we have already passed the test. Can you weather the storm? Amen. Job 23. We could turn to Job. We could turn to Job chapter 23 on today. Job. And when we turn to the 23rd chapter, the 10th verse. The 10th verse. My God, my God. 
Thank you, God. Job, 23rd chapter. For those who are listening out on a podcast. And the 10th verse. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Job, chapter 23, verse 10 says, But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Ooh, Jesus. I can't find him because he already know the road I'm taking. So that means he already designed that detour for me to go down. How about that? He had designed the path that you were going down, whether you like it or not. The path don't necessarily mean it's going to be a great path. And, and, and sometimes a path will be some very somewhat confusing. He sent you down that path to test you. He said, and when he tests me, that means that you have went through it, you have came out of it, you can show forth what has been done to you and what you have done and how you came out of it. He said that I will come out as pure gold, which means whatever you had, amen, he will double what you had. Whatever you have lost, he will double what you lost. Whatever you encountered, he will make you stronger that when the next devil come up and rise up against you, you're able to stand against the forces of evil. And he says that I stand and I follow closely in his footsteps. He says, so we got to stay in his footsteps. He said, order our steps in his what? Word. He said, order our steps in his walk. When we order our step is in his talk. So he have already designed just like when Christ went through and he was tempted by the devil. Amen. In Matthew chapter four, three times, three times while he was in the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights. And he was tested. And it said, and I, he didn't just walk into the wilderness. You know what? The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. So that means the Holy Spirit was already in, in motion until, the, until he died. When he died, that's when the Holy Ghost began to really flow. Amen. Like never before. The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. And when he led him into the wilderness, he was tested by the devil. You can read that Matthew chapter 4 at your convenience. Amen. So when he tests me, he said, I will come out as pure gold. When he tests me, I'm going to say it again. I will come out as pure gold. So that means God will allow this thing to test you. He will allow you sometimes to pop off until you say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable with this thing. Pop off so many times to the point that, okay, I'm tired of popping off right now because it's not now it's not feeling good. It's, it's really making making me really sad because I'm constantly doing it. So I know that that's it. It's the test. It's the test that is going to bless you. It's that same test that's going to deliver you. Ah, yeah, yeah. Robo shaking that I'm about to see. It's that same test, amen, that's going to, amen, change everything what people think about you. It's that same test that when you come out, out of it, amen, like bronze, just like when Jesus came in bronze, amen, that will be unbreakable. He said, the Bible says, be steadfast, he be steadfast, unmovable, and always abiding in the word of God. So we got to remember, people, people of God on today. Amen, that are listening. Amen, even the believers, even the non-believers that are listening on today. We pray that that word, this word that you are experiencing, that you're going through right now, that you, and and doesn't matter what you're going through, we can all still weather the storm. Amen. 
John, we can go to uh, book of John, chapter 16, verses 33. Book of John, my God, my God. And we can read the 16th chapter. 16th chapter. Sixteen. We're going to succeed, and we're going to go to the thirty-third verse. Thank you, Father. Okay. John chapter sixteen, verse thirty-three. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. My God, my God. He said, I told you that I, I will be your peace. I will give you peace. Don't worry about what, what's getting ready to take place. No matter how hell going to break loose, I'm going to give you peace. And I've already told you that long as we are in this earth suit, we're going to experience what trouble is all about. As long as you're in this earth suit, you're going to know what pain is all about. As long as you are in this earth suit, you're going to know what suffering is all about. As long as we are in this earth suit, we're going to also know what persecution is all about. That is all in the categorize of what trouble is all about. Knowing what it means, amen, to know the things to be extracted from you and you don't even know why. That is extracted for you. Or is it taken from me because I was disobedient? Or is it was it taken from me because of the fact that God was testing me because to see if I deserve more? Hallelujah. Do I deserve more? Do I deserve more? Was I willing to, to, to manage what I had before? But because now you took it away, am I able to be able to be blessed with more? Why is it taking so long for it to get to me? It's because I didn't manage what I had before. Until he said, but cheer up, my God, you have overcome the world. That means you have overcome that situation in your life. Cheer up means be good cheer means to what? Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Encourage yourself. Hallelujah. Be encouraged. Cheer up for you have overcome your situation. Be encouraged. That you have overcome. And overcome means the word means to come out. I've overcome. That means he already speaking in advance that you have already got out of it. It's just that you don't see it. A lot of times we don't see our way out of it. But God have already seen our way out of there. Because the scripture says in I think it's first, first uh, Corinthians and 10. It talks about that God had already created a way of escape out of our situation. So he, in other words... He didn't allow the problem for us to sit there. He allowed that problem so we can get out of it. He allowed our problem because he had already created a way, a way of escape. So be of good cheer and overcome means to push through, means to press. We got the press, press, move, persevere, overcome means to get out. I'm getting out of this situation. I'm going to speak it in existence. Right now, I don't like the situation I'm in. I don't like the situation I am. Speak it. I'm getting out of it. I don't like what I'm dealing with. I'm getting out of it. I don't like the fact what I'm receiving right now, but I'm going to get out of it. I don't like what people are saying, but I'm going to get out of it. I don't like what's going on, what's, what's plot against me, but I'm going to come out of it. He said, I shall overcome the world. 
my God, because he told us to weather the storm. He said, Romans, let's turn the book of Romans. Amen. Romans 8 and 28. 8 and 28 on today. Romans 8. And 28, the 8th chapter and the 28 for those who are listening. And this is what the word of God, after we have overcome this thing, mean that after we overcome, after you overcome something, you got to go through something in order. You can't overcome something if you ain't never experienced nothing. You cannot, seriously, you cannot overcome anything unless you experience what it's what you're going through. What is you designed to go through? You cannot overcome something that you ain't never experienced. You can't even testify and share nothing to nobody because you ain't been through nothing. You ain't been through nothing to share with nobody. So he wants you to overcome it means to come out of it so he, you can share, be in a position to share that situation. My God, my God. Romans 8 and 28. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. My God. So he said the good, the bad, and the ugly, that don't look good, the one that feel like you thought that the person that, that, that was uh, uh, supporting you really ain't supporting you, the one that said that, they said, oh, I'm going to give you this job because I, I like you. But then when they realize who you are, they really didn't want to give you the job. And, but he said all things work together. Uh, the ones that eat our family that's persecuting things against you and saying things about you, he said all things work together to, for the good. For those who are saying things on your job about you, he said all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. For things, amen, when people are saying things on social media when they know it's not the truth. All things, my God, my God, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. He said, love the Lord. The Lord is our God. And God is Jesus. Jesus is God in the Lord and the Holy Spirit, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Love, love the Lord. Love God as your personal Savior. Love Jesus Christ as your comforter. He said, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord according to his purpose. My God. Amen. Amen. We're going to turn to the book of James. Book of James. And that is, I think it's the first chapter of James. Uh, yeah, I think it's James. Yes, book the chapter James. And it is the second and third verse. Uh huh. Yeah, chapter one. Yes, sir. James chapter 1, verse, starting with verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse mm -hmm. temptations. Ooh. Verse 3. Mm -hmm. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Oh, Jesus. He telling us in, this, in this, this time right here that we were designed to go through this thing. This is a test. This is a test that we're going through. All right. This adversity that we're going count it all joy. That means that that means we already overcome it already. When he say count it all joy, that means he've already already prophesied that is done. 
It may not look like the situation that you, you may not even look like you want to come out, but he said, count it out joy. It may, you think it's lasting almost, ooh, about, maybe about five, six years, but guess what? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. That means we got to look beyond what the situation look like. Look, look beyond what it looks like in front of you. Because sometimes what things look like in front of you is not what it is. My God, my God. Count it all joy. Call. He said count it. He said speak as though they were. Count it. He said count it. That means it's not we going to just get tested one time. Count it. The word count it itself means we're going to be tested multiple times. And each time that we overcome one test, we get another test. We overcome one test, we get another test. We overcome a bigger situation, he's going to give us a lot, another situation. Why? Because he is, because God is getting the glory out of our situation. Out of this mess, out of this COVID-19, people have died out of the COVID. People have, uh, lives have been died, have died through this. Through uh, taking care of people that have COVID, uh, the ones that normally that was not sick, hallelujah, that all of a sudden they died out. There was a purpose for all this. It's a purpose, amen, to get our attention. The Ecclesia, listen, out there, they're listening, Ecclesia, not just the Ecclesia, but even the non-believers, listen, God going to get the glory out of it whether you like it or not. See, non-believers, they, 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 they feel like, oh, no, this is not God. God would not allow this. Oh, no, check your word. Check the Bible. God allowed everything that went. If he allowed Job to be tempted, he allowed Christ to be tempted, okay, and Christ overcome it. Now, remember in the scripture, even when, when, when he said, oh, uh, man, if you're really hungry, why don't you command those stones to become bread? What? And Jesus said to him, he says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word what that proceeded out of the what the mouth of God. He said, "Now it's not just the bread that we need. We need the word of God. It's not just the bread. But remember, the water represents the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that 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 keeps us when we're thirsty. Think about it. The bread itself is the word of God. So we can't just live by just studying the word. We have to not just study the word, but we have to be thirsty." Meaning that we have to dwell among the Holy Spirit. We have to live in the water. Not we have to have bread and water. We have to have spiritual food and spiritual drink. You, one can't go without the other. Imagine if you now your body, your natural body goes without water, right? Your, your natural body goes without water for a certain amount of time, right? But then when your body goes without food, it becomes it becomes. Your, your body becomes, the, the cells in your body, everything tend to break down. So you want to allow yourself not to allow yourself to go through that situation. He said, man shall not live by bread, but every word that what proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, 2 Corinthians. I think it's 2 Corinthians. And chapter 1. And I think it's 4 and 5. And I'm going to stop there and I'm going to turn this over to, amen, the prophet, amen, Pastor J.L. Harmon for an empowerment, amen. So we're going to read 2 Corinthians, amen, right here, 2 Corinthians, amen, and uh, it's the first, the first chapter, first chapter, and it is 4th and 5th verse. 
2 Corinthians, first chapter, and it's the fourth and fifth verse. And I'm going to close out. I'm just going to be led by the Holy Spirit. I have other scriptures, but I'm going to be led. Go ahead. Amen. Go ahead, man of God. Uh, first chapter, verse four and five, and that's it. That's the final one that I'm. Second uh, Corinthians chapter one, verse four. Mm -hmm. Who com comforted us in all our tribulations, mm -hmm. that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble mm -hmm. by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Mm -hmm. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, and our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. Amen. Amen. So in other words, he said, whenever we're going through our, uh, we're going through this pandemic right now. Whether you don't see it right now, he is comforting us right now. He is uh, uh, giving us a peace of mind. What in the midst of the pandemic? Yes, he is. He's giving it up us because he's teaching us to to to. He's testing our faith just to see. What we gonna do? How we gonna do? How we gonna react in the midst of pandemic? Are we going to uh, allow ourselves to get out of control? Are we gonna allow ourselves, Amen, to, to to go and deep diverge when it comes to uh, the pandemic? You know, uh, the the cost of living has gotten so high, and the food has gotten so high. I mean, it's even the insurance now. The insurance that we have right now. Um, it's going skyrocketed because, you know, and, and it doesn't make no sense. Now, you know that because of the pandemic, you got people that are sick. You got people that are experiencing colds. They got respiratory problems and all that stuff. So you, you mean to tell me you decide you want to spike up everything because I'm just going to tell it like it is. Spike up everything. Spike up the cost of the, uh, the cost of living is spiking up on top of that. And not just the spike of living cost cost of living. Uh, the pay is not going up at all. But yet we are left with all these bills, the medical bills, we deal with the, the, the normal bills, our educational bills, all of these things. So he's saying that in the midst of that, he's going to comfort us whenever we are suffering, whatever are we in trouble right now. And he says in his secret place, he shall hide me. So we got to find we have to find ourselves in God, find ourselves where we can hide ourselves beyond the veil. Hide ourselves beyond the veil that in the midst of the fact that we are suffering in the midst of that. He, amen, will allow us to weather the storm. When we are all, Rabbi Shekinah, we are under, amen, under the, amen, under the ground, amen. And we're dig, dug, a hole has been digged so deep for us that we can't get out. He said, I'm telling you, you can weather the storm. It doesn't matter when people dig and dig and dig and dig to dig to try to belittle you. But he's telling us in this season to weather the storm. My God, my God from heaven. So we thank God on today. I'm getting ready to release this. Amen. This platform. Amen. Amen to this man of God. Amen. None other. Amen. Than the prophet. Amen. Hallelujah. J.L. Holman on today. Amen. I want to bless. Amen. As he began. Amen. To go through. Amen. On the, the words of empowerment on today. Amen. As he tell us that we can weather the storm. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Uh, good afternoon and blessings to all on this blessed Sunday afternoon. Amen. Um, weathering the storm uh, in our life is, is you know, it'll be some good and some bad days. Uh, some trying times that we'll just need to, you know, 
just some guidance and some help to just make it over and to make it through the day. Because each and every day we have tough times that we experience and go through and face. But we have to understand that we have the Lord there. And all we have to do is trust Him and uh, rely fully and on Him. And trust that He will take care and manage everything and work everything out. But we got to be able to trust Him, you know, and believe that He'll move when when He feels it's time to move. And uh, we all can say that He, every time, God is always on time. And each and every time and uh, any situations in our lives, He moves right on time. And uh, and he, he never is late. You know, He's always on time. And we just... We give the glory to God and for His grace and His mercy, His love, and uh, the doors He also is opening and also the doors He is closing, you know. And we just thank the Lord because He is forever good, merciful, and forever blessing and sending blessings uh, uh, all of our way, you know. And, and if we're not receiving, just continue to know that and believe already that you have all you need, you know, because we have... Jesus on our side and with us each and every day, each and, each and every step of the way that we are uh, covered and protected and, and, and he's watching us uh, throughout the day on the highways and the byways to and from our destination and that we are protected no matter, no matter what the weather may look like. Maybe hot outside, maybe cool, maybe snowing, maybe pouring down out, but... You know, just knowing that we are protected no matter what stormy times we may face, no matter what time we may go through, no matter what, you know, he, he's going to keep us. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the scripture uh, we're going to go into is <clears throat> Second Timothy mm -hmm. chapter 4, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16 says, At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. Mm -hmm. Notwithstanding the, lo the Lord, mm -hmm. the Lord stood with me mm -hmm. and strengthened me, that by me, the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Now, uh, we all must understand, through whatever uncertainty, through whatever obstacle we will ever face in life, even in the past, the obstacles and the uncertainty we had before, uh, we can all say again that the Lord showed up. The Lord uh, was with 
all of us every step of the way. And he delivered us out of whatever uh, situation it was at that point. He delivered us out. He made a way and he opened a door uh, of a way out. So no matter what, if, 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 uh, 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 Man or woman may not stand with us in these times, but understanding that we have the Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there. All we have to do is call on His name. All we have to do is shout out, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for sticking by my side. All of us, we have to speak it. And because each word that we speak with truth and with power out of our mouth, the Lord hears. And we have to speak it with sincerity because the Lord has been good all throughout our lives. So if we say, Lord, thank you, Lord, just for another day. Thank you even for the rain pouring down. Thank you, Lord, just for the heat. Because just to being able to feel the raindrops, feel the heat, being able to to have sweat sweat coming down our brow or even uh, uh, pouring in sweat. Just being able to feel and just say thank you. Just being alive and just feeling, having our senses. Because many of our brothers and sisters don't have. But understanding that, you know, of any time of our life that we that we may go through. Any situations that we may face that the Lord will deliver. And no matter what time, how long it may take, you know, uh, every step of the way, the Lord is going to be there. You know, he, he is going to, he's not going to turn his back. And give up. And, and turn out a cheek. But he's going to stay there through thick and thin. For all of us. But the fact of the matter is. We as as people. And as his children. We have to understand that. That we are not alone. We don't need the government. We don't need brother or sister. But we need God. Because when it's all said and done. We have to, we have to go before Jesus. And we. After we get. Through Jesus, we're going through those heavenly gates. But we got to do what we have to do on this earthly journey to build up, to get to where we want to go. Building up, getting stronger in our faith, getting stronger in the word of God and being able to share and give into the bosom of our brothers and sisters uh, strength, uh, enlightenment on the word of God. But being able to do that sincerely, sincerely. Uh, and speaking words of encouragement, of love, of and blessing one another. Now, that's very key because you know when uh, when Jesus walked this earth, he didn't want anything in return from all the places he went, traveled to and from, with his disciples. Mm-hmm. But he he did it with help from our Father mm-hmm. above. And as the disciples, everywhere they went, as they did what Jesus had instructed them to do by the Father, that he was giving down knowledge from the Father and instructions to give to the disciples. And as they went and they followed the instructions of the Father and of his son Jesus, Miracles were able to take place because they were on one accord with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if if they were able, the disciples were able to do it, we all can do it. We all must do it because it's our duty. 
It's all of our duty. Now more than ever, it's our duty. You know, uh, we talk so many years and uh, so many times about tough times, experiencing these tough times, and but now we are in these tough times. You know, maybe maybe before the tough times were not as uh, uh, as uncertain as they are now, but we are in these times now when they are back and back coming one after the other. Uh, you know, uh, like it's an abundance of troubles coming our way. But we have to understand that the Lord will deliver us out. He will help us. He will keep us. And all we have to do is trust in the Lord. Trust Him. And, and uh, you know, everything else He'll do. Everything else He will He will surely deliver on. Because His Word, you know, we're going to have trials, tribulations, good and bad times. Mm -hmm. But through the good and the bad, we have to still reverence God. We can't just go to Him when we are uh, having troubles in our lives. No. And then on the good times, we don't. We're not able to 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 go to God. No. We have to do it good through the good, through the bad, mm -hmm. and through any time. We have to be able to do it, mm -hmm. and we have to show show the faith and just believe. Amen. Our next scripture uh, for today is Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. It reads, Not that I speak in respect of one, for I have learned... <coughs> And whatsoever state I am in, hallelujah, that with to be content. Mm -hmm. Verse 12 says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to be abound and to suffer need. Hallelujah. Now, in these tough times, my brothers and my sisters, man and woman, we all need to understand whatever times and whatever situation we may face in our lives and on our earthly journey, that we must be in content. We must be content knowing that, you know what, no matter what is before us, the Lord is with us, no matter what. Uh, may be standing in our way, the Lord is still there. He never took his hands off of us or our, our situation. But we have to be able to be content. And it's key in, on this earthly journey. We have to understand that, being able to be content, being able to trust God, being able to, 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 to know that everything is going to be all right. Everything Everything is going to be alright if we just be able to trust God. And being able to to just give Him praise. You know, just being content. But understand, if we continue to have the faith, continue to pray, continue to know that no matter what we face, no matter what we go through, we have the Lord on our side. And, and that we, we will be strengthened. By the Lord. We will gain more strength. And with the power of his might. We will, we will we will make it. But we have to. That's key in, in today's times. 
we have to be content. Be content on which, you know, tough times we are in. Any situation, we have to be in content. Yes, it's tough times. Yes, it is. But if we don't lose faith or lose hope in the Lord and know that He is our hope, He's our everything, He's our strong tower, He's our high tower, and He is our everything that if we don't worry or doubt and just leave it in His hands, but that doesn't mean stop praying, that doesn't mean stop worshiping, does not mean stop going into the Word of God and applying that Word. It means, hey, you know, uh, hey, He's telling us to take a load off. My son, my daughter, take a load off. You know, I got this. So if he has it, and if we do our part, and we say, you know what, the Lord has it. I just got to keep praying. I just got to keep on moving and propelling. Keep going and going because he is the king. He is the head of all. He made the heavens and the earth and everything therein. So if we are... Trusting the Father, the King, the Head of all, through whatever circumstance, through whatever obstacle, through whatever trial we may face, our tribulation, we know everything going to work out fine. But we have to be able to trust Him. We have to be able to just, you know, you know, lift His mighty name up and praise His name and just say, thank you, Lord. You know, uh, love your Lord. You've been so good, Lord. Because he has, you know, he has been more than good. There's many things we can say about how good and how amazing the Lord is. You know, but we have to just give honor and glory to God forevermore. Amen. Now, we're going to stay in Philippians chapter 4. And we're going to go through, we're going to read uh, verse 6 through 9. Starting with verse 6, it reads, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in verse 6, it reads again, be careful for nothing. But in everything be by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving and let your request be made known unto God. That means that we must pray, 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 and talk to God like never before. Break down, cry. And get, you know, uh, out of the norm of praying. But but talk to the Father. Break down to Him. And come, release everything out. Let everything out of our mind be out. 
and, and just go into praising the Lord. And even in our prayers, he knows what he will supply and he will provide it. But we have to understand thoroughly that throughout life that we must understand that prayer is needed. And we're saying thanks already because God is already moving. He's already working things out. He already has uh, made a way out of no way. But we have to be able to, no matter how long it takes, we got to be able to trust God. We got to be able to follow God. We got to be able to to follow Christ as an example of how we should live our lives, each and every day of our life on this earthly journey. Because the Lord, he went through some tough times, some trial times. Yes, he did. But he still overcome every situation with positivity. And he and he overcame trying times. No matter what he was going through, no matter what he was facing, the Lord, you know, he, you know, he himself, Never turn his back on on any of his his brothers or any of the 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 people that were that needed help who he came across from town to town when even when he was healing even when he was feeding the thousands and the five thousand with the help of the disciples so we have to understand that if if if, if Jesus can do these things and the Lord can do these things. You know, feed for the 5,000, 10,000 with only two fish and a loaf of bread. Uh, so, you know, the Lord can do it for all of us. The fact of the matter is, we can't, you know, we cannot just focus on now more than ever. We cannot focus just on earth. On, on earth. Amen. It has to be a build up for uh, where we're trying to go. We have to now because we don't know the time or the hour when God will call us home. And, and you know, and then when he calls us home, we just got to be ready. You know, we have to be ready. And it's key. We can't be, okay, the situation we're facing, we're putting that on more than, than our, uh, you know, what we're going through. Yeah, we, yeah we've got some good times, but we can't allow our tough times or our situations to, 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 to affect us. Because mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, you know, the enemy knows that we are, we all have a emotional side, all of us. Because Jesus had it. And we have to understand the power of God that he has. And the strength that he gives us to trust that everything is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Now, many, many years, we, 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 there have been songs about how good God is. And how, how, how you know, we overcame many times before. But now that we are singing in, in the world today. Now, it's time to apply those songs and those words in those songs in our everyday life. It's very important. You know, it, you know in these times, we have to apply that now more than ever because we don't, we, we don't, we need the Lord. We need his word. We need the songs. We need the worship. And we need our, 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 to get our own bond with the Lord. We got to do it now. Get a relationship. And not because, uh, you know, maybe we're told to. 
or, or given instructions to, but we have to do it now. Because, you know, if we when we go before Jesus, and we have to get through Jesus to get through to where the Father is in, in heaven, and to earn our heavenly wings, we can't do it then to try to gain a relationship then, no. But we have to do it while we are on this earthly journey. No matter what, we have to gain that bond and that relationship. We can't do it then. Because it's way too late then. It'll be time to, to, to for us to get ready to go to those heavenly gates and spend eternity with the Father. So while we are here in our earthly suit, in our earthly body, and on this earthly journey, we have to understand through and through, through the good and the bad, that we all must not worry, not get so caught up in the worldly things, in the world, because the worldly things are going to pass over and be no more. And and when we go before Jesus, it won't be, it won't be uh, brother and sister together, but it'll be one. One man, one woman, one one boy and one girl, going before Jesus for their self, for themselves, and we can't build upon them. No, but we got to do it now while we are on Earth, on our earthly journey, <clears throat> and we can't allow our situations that we are facing now, whether financially, mentally, physically, to to break the bond and the relationship that we have with the Father, that and, and our inner man or our outer man, uh, to allow those situations to break us, to to tear us down and to uh, discombobulate us, because you know the enemy he works in confusion. You know he don't like when things are done good. And right in the will of God, but he loves confusion. He doesn't like togetherness, but he loves confusion. When things are torn down, when things are hammered in, when things are uh, crumbled to pieces. So while we are here on this earthly journey, my brothers and my sisters, that we understand that we do not allow our tough times that we are in now to break us and to take us away from from God, from the Lord, from building a relationship. Because if God calls any of us home tonight, we want to make sure, hey, we got that bond, we got that relationship. God calls us home, hey, we right with our Father, we right with our God. Because you know, when when we uh when we he calls us home, spirit goes up to him, and our body is on the ground, no lifeless. But we have to understand why we are here and fortunate to be alive, being alive, being able to speak, being able to. To, to walk, being able to hear the music, being able to sing the songs, being able to pray, speak words, other words out of our mouth. It's key that we all together be able to, to worship the Lord. Now the enemy want us all to, 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 to lose hope in God. 
He wants us to lose hope in God. Lose hope. Because you can say that in these times. Maybe of our, all, of, all of our brothers and sisters are uh, have lost hope because of uh, 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 no jobs are opening up. Uh, uh, being kicked out of their homes. Uh, no doors being opened. But you got to have faith. Those who have the hurricane has tore, tore, tore. And flooded out place to place. But you're still alive to tell your story. Even the flames, the burnings. Now more than ever, the flames all over are burning and and burning and burning. Things are being scorched. Things are being lost. But, you know, uh, you can rebuild. You can rebuild homes and stores or whatever. But a life, you can't get that life back. So we have to understand that no matter what we face, no matter what we go through, we still got to keep that bond. We still got to stay close to the Father. Because, you know, in these times, we got to be now more than ever still holding on to God. Still hold on to God. You know, whatever it is, whatever we may face, we still got to hold on to God. It's our duty, it's our job to hold on, no matter what. Hold on as long as we can. Hold on forever. On this earthly journey, we have to hold on until God calls us home, no matter what. We have to hold on, no matter how how old we get, no matter how bad things may look throughout our lives. We can say even in the past, before the pandemic, even through our lives, that God has brought us a mighty long way, has brought us out, has brought us to newness of life mm-hmm. from the old into the new. But we ourselves must understand that 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 is key now more than ever. Is that we all, man, woman, boy, girl, woman, man, girl, boy, that we all Start building a closer bond, a relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because, again, we cannot do it when we are before Jesus. And we got to get through Jesus. And he's the only way to where we want to go to the Father through those heavenly gates, earning our wings and spending eternity with God. We all want to be back with the Father. So when our earthly journey is over, we want to go back and be reconciled back to him. But in these times that we are in, again, that the enemy, Satan, he works. He works. But we have to understand that no matter what the enemy, Satan, throw at us, no matter what Maybe the government may say, you may owe this, you may owe that. You may, uh, they may be trying to kick you out. But understand that God will bring you into the new. Yes, they may kick you out, but still do not lose hope. You lose hope in God, everything is, uh, you'll lose your mind. 
And you can't lose your mind. It's important that you don't lose your mind because the enemy wants us to lose our mind, to, to, to do something crazy, and, and to take either our lives or even our brothers or our sisters' lives. And that's what Satan loves. That's what he works in confusion. But if we are able to say, you know what? Yes, you may kick out. Yes, I may have lost my job. Yes, I, I may have lost this or lost that. But I still have my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ there every step of the way. And no matter what you may do unto me, I still have the Lord on my side. Now, if we have the Lord on our side, no matter what we may lose, we, we still have the Father. They can't take the Lord away from us. No, they cannot. Yes, materialistic things, mm-hmm. homes, it may burn down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But I'm still standing. I'm still standing strong. I'm still trusting in the Lord. So if we we are we say that with the strong and yes it may have been many years okay that home has been standing and strong and sturdy, but we still have to understand the Lord and rebuild again, and if we're we're trusting in the Lord, and we're building on His Word, mm-hmm. and building on on on, on solid ground, mm-hmm. solid ground. And not on sand, because again, when sand, when the storm comes and rain comes, that that home will slide down. But when it's on sturdy, uh, strong a base, that house ain't gonna move none. It 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 may hit the the wind and the rain may hit into the home, but the home will not move. Just like our God, no matter what, the Lord is gonna stay there and by our side. But we just got to trust him. We have to trust him. We have to love on him like he love on us. Right. Do the good and the bad. And don't worry. Yes, you know, in these times, it you can worry. You can worry. And, you know, if we worry too much, you know, uh, man, we, we can fall. We can go into this confusion. We can't worry because you know he, the Lord has shown that He is all powerful and, and, and grace, graceful and merciful, mm-hmm. and He'll work everything out. But we have to understand He is the provider. He is the, He He, he is the way maker, the miracle worker, mm-hmm. the door opener, and He would do, close in the door and the chain breaker. Hallelujah. The chain breaker. Health any health. Sickness, finances that uh, has gotten out of control. That chain of uh, finances is broken. Uh, debt is broken. But you got to speak those words with faith and, and power that God giveth all of us. But we can't, we can't go on there scared and being able, not being able to say it. We got to tell the enemy, hey, enemy, you, yeah, you, you, you causing some confusion, but... I'm not going to allow you to, to discombobulate thy mind, thy body, and get all get all into our mind. And our, you know, because once the enemy get in our mind and have us uh, in confusion, the things fall out of control. And then we don't need that. But we need our Lord. We need trusting in Him. We need trusting in His Word. And as we come together in peace, harmony, love, and uh, uh, joining together, banding together, we ourselves 
are already one with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But we have to, it's time now more than ever to show that. To show it. To show it. Hallelujah. We show it. That accident. And God already has, is working out things. But he needs something from all of us. He needs something from all of his sons and his daughters. From all of us. For he can move and make changes for all of us. Because God wants to do amazing things in all of our lives. You know, and, and, you know, the Lord is good and merciful and amazing. But we have to just be able to understand, you know, we may lose things or anything. But we still, no matter what we lose on earth, we still must understand that we have the Lord. That we he will always be there. He died on the cross on Calvary for all of us. That we can go to the Father humbly, sincerely, and say, Father, I need your help. Father, move like never before, Father. We have to speak it. We have to speak it. We can't just, okay, hear the words, you know, of the word of God and the words being given to us, the notes, and even uh, we have to ourselves go into the word and get a, a, a also gain a, a bond in, uh, in, in with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Again, we can encourage and enlighten one another, but we have, all have to say, you know what? I want to make a change. I want to go into the Word of God. I want to get closer to God mm-hmm. now more than ever. Because it's key, my brothers and my sisters, it's very key that we all humble ourselves through and through, through the good, through the bad, and through whatever. And that we know that in through any situation, that God will see us through, see us through it, and he will make a way of a way out, a way through. And when we when we make it out, when we make it through, we'll know that everything is gonna be alright. Everything God God is again made a way. God has again opened doors. God again has has uh showed up. And show totally showed out because he always, he always does. But it's a time in our lives that you know we have to understand. At times, God will come fast when he when he open doors, and sometimes he'll just wait, and he'll wait to see before he he makes his move. Like when you're playing chess. Now you have to try to make. Try to take out one of the kings from the other person's side, whether it's a white uh, chess pieces and a black piece on the other side. And you're trying to make the right move to try to take out the other man and take their to get their their king out the way, so you can win the game. But we have to understand that. We need the Lord now more than ever. We need him now more than ever. We got to build that bond because we don't have forever. Those who died, the 2000s and of our brothers and sisters who have died and gone on, they didn't know it was their time. They didn't know that the corona was going to take them out. But God did. 
And we pray for their mind, their body, their spirit, their soul, and their blood. And we just pray strength for all of our brothers and sisters, our sisters and our brothers. But we all have to get it together now. Because that trumpet sounds, and Jesus, when he comes back, we want to be ready to go. Those who are still on earth, we have to be ready. We have to be ready to go. And, and, you know, we can't take nothing with us but ourselves. And will we be taken up with him on to glory? We got to stand before him. And then we have to, you know, pray that everything will work out fine. And it will. We just got to trust and have faith and we have to do it now. Because we can't wait to when that trumpet sounds. No. We don't know the time of the hour when he comes back. Or when it will be our time to... To come out of this earthly suit and go on to to Calvary, we don't know, but we just we just thank the Lord today and forevermore. And understand, my brothers and my sisters, that Jesus is enough. Jesus is all that we need. And understanding that if we believe and trust in the Lord, everything will be all right. Amen. Uh, before we we go, I'm, I'm going to pray. We're going to pray together, and and come together in peace, love, and harmony each and every day. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this blessed Sunday morning and afternoon. Just being able to go into your word another day and just to say thank you, Lord, is a blessing in disguise. Father God, we pray for all our sisters and brothers, our brothers and sisters, man, woman, woman, man. All throughout the, the globe, all throughout the earth. We pray strength for all, love for all, peace for all. And just keep your head up and keep it high. And I would understand you are covered. You are protected. No matter what the government may say. No matter what man or woman may say. You are covered by the blood of Jesus. And that you are a child of God. In your name we pray. Amen. And thank God.